Welcome to Devotional Central. Today we are talking about money. Money, money, money. This is Moses Chavi, your host for the day, and I'm excited to present on money. Like everyone is talking about money, right? Like what's in the money? Okay, money is a means of exchange. So I I pay money to get something that I need. I want food, I pay, then I buy bread. So money is supposed to me to be a means of exchange. Of course, apart from food, you can buy clothes and you can also buy big ticket items like houses, like yachts. You can buy yourself a palace. You can buy a hotel. You can travel the world with money. So money answers all things. And remember, the book of Proverbs says, money is a defense. But we don't need to forget that wisdom is a defense also and it's wisdom not money that saves the life of the owner the one who possesses it so when you talk about money as much as money answers all things and we can't argue about it right we can't argue about it we are on earth and the way life is led here if you were born on the surface of the earth by now you would know that we use money to buy things to get things and sometimes money can indeed buy you joy so when we go to that tangent of oh but money cannot buy you life it cannot buy you love it cannot buy you joy actually it's uh, true but we don't need to break our minds don't think on the extremes of the peripherals of life let god be god and let man be man all right so money can indeed get you lots of stuff but we know that yes money is also limited when it comes to things that only god can control but as long as we are here it's very important to have some backs It's very important to walk into a bank and you feel like my account is loaded. It's very important to live in a big house, a house that you're comfortable with. Then when you're opening the door, the banging of the door gives you comfort and security. When you get into a car and you adjust your seat, you feel very comfortable before you even start driving it. Everyone loves good things. I love good things. I wish I had more things. Oh man. So money is important. But there's a problem with money. Money is nebulous. Money can be used for anything. Money can be used for both good and evil or bad things. That's why for people who have not mastered money and money in contrast has mastered them you realize that money can destroy and we have seen people being destroyed by money so when you overgrandize on money that you keep on chasing every shiny thing every new thing and the money that god has given you today is always never enough you expose yourself to a lot of chaos a lot of chaos and you will never be satisfied and you don't even have room for gratitude in your heart because you always feel like i need more i need more i need more 
So what happens is, the same money, which is a medium of exchange that is that is supposed to give us a good life, it ends up leading us to bad things and it can destroy our lives. That's why you see people buying themselves drugs, they use money. People pay for sex and they use money. People commit fraud and corruption because they want more money. So this is where the Bible talks about the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not the love where you say, I want to have more money. Oh, like money is good. No, it is where your appetite is insatiable. You continue to chase everything to the point that you don't even mind taking people off your path, killing people because you want money. You don't mind seeing people suffering because you took the money that was meant to heal their problems. Money that was supposed to be given to the poor, to the widows and to the orphans, to build houses for the people who are in need. And you don't care because you have a deep hunger for more money. That is evil. That is what God is talking about. The love of money is the root of all evil. You take good away from those who deserve it. And you kill people because you want of more money. But you forget that you are also a created being. We are not immortals. Spiritually, yes, but on earth we are mortal. So whatever you have, whether it's big houses or big cars, you have big estates, you have whatever, you are going to leave them here on earth. And one thing, do you know? The earth is passing away. It's a dying world. It's a dying world. The word of God says it's only the word that will remain. Only God will remain. Everything else will be wiped out. So it doesn't matter how much you aggrandize, how much you steal, how much you chase in the name of hustling and living large. It does not matter. Everything will pass away. Even our lives on earth will pass away. That's why you see we are burying people every day. So babies are being born, but people are also dying. It's a reality of life. So we need to be careful on how much we love money. So if we become masters of money, that means when money comes to our pocket, which is deserved, earned, we have done something, we have sold a product, a service, or we have worked and we can actually account for the hours that are deserving for the money. That money, when it comes into our pocket, we need to have a plan for the money. So the money will not master us. When it comes, it has work to do. Whether you are constructing a project, you are building a house, for example, or you invest in uh, a stock market, for example, or you already have people that you are helping, so the money has work to do. So you are mastering the money. So a plan can help us to master the money. But if we don't have a plan, and we keep on flooding our houses, our bank accounts with money, unfortunately, even with money that we don't deserve to have, what happens, unfortunately, is that we end up being mastered by the money. So God tells us that we cannot serve two masters at a time. All right. It's either we choose this and ignore the other. So what happens is 
if it's about God and money, we end up chasing money and forgetting God. So we worship money. So when money becomes our God, then we are already on a path to destruction. But when we worship God, he says that the earth and everything that's in it belongs to God. That means everything we see, everything we try to buy, no matter the innovations of today that, oh, there's a new car created and designed by so-and-so. There's a new phone created and designed by so-and-so. All those things belong to God. Remember, we are living in a kingdom. I know the earth experience of living in a kingdom. I've lived in the Middle East. Uh, pretty much the Gulf countries are kingdoms. So you know that everything that's in a kingdom belongs to the king. And the word of the king is law. It establishes a mandate that everyone has to follow. So God has told us that everything belongs to him. We live in a kingdom. We live in a kingdom. When you talk about God our Father, He is the King of Kings. We live in a kingdom, guys. It's reality. So no matter how much you get, it belongs to the King. So we better use it wisely. So God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Don't just keep and hold to your own destruction. Proverbs says there's someone who scatters and yet he gets more. And yet there is someone else who holds, who keeps. And he never has enough. So the principles of the kingdom encourage us and teaches us to give. We need to give. So the more we give, the more we receive. It's a principle that the world has never understood. But that's how the kingdom of God operates. So when we want to master money, we need to know that whatever we get, let's have a plan. And a plan to give more. To help other people more. In that way, we keep more and we get blessed more. So the more we give, the more we get. Remember the shaking together. Remember the flowing over. Remember the cheerful giver. That's what we're talking about. So the shaking together and running over plus the cheerful giver comes from a heart of gratitude. A heart of contentment, a heart of love, a heart of gratitude. So the only way to master money is to be able to be a master over it by giving it away, by recognizing that it's given to us by God, by recognizing that God gives us money so that we can be a blessing to other people, by always remembering that there's always this much that we can eat, this much that we can dress, this much that we can actually live in. And there are limits to these things. No need to obsess about these things. And God will continue to be the giver of all things because he has said that gold and silver are his and we as a people as a children of god we are his masterpiece and he has said that do not worry what we're going to eat what we're going to dress where we're going to live because he's going to provide all these things and he says in matthew 6 33 that he knows that everything else that we desire or what we want uh, and what else that the world has he knows that we we need that too but for us we need to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. So before we go to, I need the biggest car, I need the biggest house, I need the biggest villa. Just remember that all those things 
God will give us. No stress. It's not about our hustling. Deuteronomy 8 talks about God. He is the one who gives us the ability to make worth. So it's not through our wisdom or our prowess or our creativity. It's actually God's enablement for us to create worth. So as we go on chasing big dreams, making more money, always remember we need to master money. Always remember God gives us these things. And make sure that you are not mastered by it. Don't destroy lives in the path of trying to get money. Everyone else uh, will have their own day to reckon when uh, God asks us of what we've done on earth. So we need to be cautious of that. We are just human. We are just human. So all the way, God bless you. God bless the works of your hands. Let's make more money. Have impact. Enjoy life. Don't forget to pay yourself. Give more to other people, especially orphans and widows and our parents. But remember that everything belongs to God. God bless you. This has been Moses Chavi. Until next time, until the next episode. Bye.